What's happening, Pod Squad? Welcome into another episode of Mini Stripes, 10 minutes of striping content in your ears every Monday. Someone messaged me the other day and said, the audio quality on your Mini Stripes suck. It's no good. Uh, yes, that's because uh, it's actually the point of Mini Stripes. It's like I record it usually on Sunday, uh, sometimes Saturday, sometimes Sunday, while I, I have thought about things during the week or if somebody asked a question about something during the week. And so right now I'm hands-free driving, recording it. So just putting that out there in case you're wondering why it doesn't sound as good as like an audio interview, this is the point. Anyways, on today's show, I want to talk about tips and tricks that you can use with your striping gun to get better uh, results in the field. So these are simple things, but a lot of new guys won't have any clue about these. So I've got some ideas here for you on how you can... Uh, manipulate your gun position and, and height and things like that to get better quality lines and some other things as well. So I'll get right into it. Number one, as a general rule of thumb, uh, stripe with your gun closer towards you as the operator rather than fully extended out towards your front tire. Right. So your major manufacturers like Graco Titan, you can adjust your gun position forward. By that I mean forward extending out away from the handlebars or you can bring that gun closer to you uh, where you would be standing operating at the handlebars. And the reason why you want it closer to you is the farther out it is extends, the more that gun is going to bounce up and down, there will be more movement when your tires hit a bump, right? And that's not rocket surgery, but it's something that a lot of new guys wouldn't think about. Um, you're gonna have way less movement on that gun if it's closer to you. So as a general rule of thumb, you know, I see some guys when they start out or even online, you see guys like stick their gun way up, way out forward because they think it looks cool. And it works if there's no bumps, but you will likely get a nicer looking line if you keep that gun a little bit closer to you. Uh, which brings me to my next point. There are times when you want to flip your gun backwards. So by that, it's literally loosening the gun arm. Uh, again, referencing Graco and Titans here, you can loosen that. Uh, you can loosen the arm and swivel it around. Uh, what we do on our Gracos is we actually take uh, the whole assembly like I'm not gonna be able to explain this on the podcast there's a few ways to just flip your gun backwards so instead of your gun arm facing forward it's now facing backwards and so that gun the reason why we do this is we we try to put that gun as close to the back tire or the back axle of your Graco or your tight machine because then it really takes the bumps out and so what you may have noticed if you're on like a really uneven asphalt and you go over like a hump or something or like you if you live in the north you're used to this right because ground ground thaw ground movement causes things to shift up and down and like if you go up you know over a hump you're going to see that line thin out because your gun is getting closer and closer to the asphalt which means that your line width is getting narrower and narrower and then when you get to the other side of that hump you start going down your line width is going to go really wide and so your nice four inch line will crest at two inches and then it'll go down to six inch and you get this goofy looking hourglass. So that gets almost eliminated if you can put that gun beside your back axle. The other thing that we do with our gun and why we shoot it backwards is if we're striping curved lines. So most guys when they start out when they try to shoot a radius line they squeeze the trigger that unlocks the front wheel. Uh, on your Graco, that's your left trigger and actually it's the same on your Titan I do believe. Yeah, it should be the same. So anyways, on your Graco, you squeeze the left trigger, your front wheel, which is normally locked forward, unlocks and you can swivel and move things around. The problem is, unless you practice this a lot, it's it's very uncomfortable 
and it's a weird sensation to try and control an arc on your machine and paint a curved line with your front wheel unlocked. You're going to find a lot of like uh, the tendency for the machine to wobble back and forth. Not to mention that your gun is facing forward, so you, you have less of a turning radius that you can do, when you're, especially when you're painting to the side that your gun is on. So what we do is we flip that gun backwards, and instead of unlocking the wheel, we just pop the front tire up. And so if, if you just try this without painting, just next time you take your machine out, just pop your front tire and, and see how easy it is to control a circle. And especially if you have like a really tight radius to do, like maybe you're doing the center court markings of a basketball court, like you don't have a, a lot of radius, a lot of diameter to that circle. Popping your tire, in our opinion, and for all of our operators, myself personally, makes it way better, way easier to control. And just getting that tire off the ground allows you to steer how you want and you can put more pressure to one side or the other, a lot easier to do than compared to unlocking your tire. And last but not least is your gun height. It's really tempting when you first start out. I don't know why it was for me like to, to put that gun really high up and just, you know, high elevation. But in the same principle as putting your gun forward, don't shoot your gun high up on the gun mount. Uh, lower that thing as close to the ground as possible for the same principles. You're going to get more consistent line if you do that. Um, this is a big, you're going to notice a big difference when you stripe like a waterborne or a latex paint, which is thicker and you have to raise that gun up higher compared to a solvent paint. And you don't have to put that gun as high on a solvent paint gun, you can bring it a lot lower. So the only way around this is if you're using waterborne or latex, I would encourage you to mess around with different tip sizes. So with our solvent paint, we generally stripe with a 321 tip. And that's because our guys are on line drivers, so we're moving at a pretty fast rate. Uh, 319 is a great tip for when you're walking. But that 319 tip for Graco works great for walking with solvent paint because you can put your gun nice and low. But as soon as you put like waterborne or latex paint in your machine, that 319 tip, you have to raise that gun way higher to get a four inch line. And I mean way higher. And that's just because of the, the solids and the viscosity of the, the waterborne and latex paint. So what I would suggest is if you're in an area where you're shooting a lot of latex or waterborne paint, you might want to try out a 421 tip and lower that gun for that type of paint. You'll get a more consistent line and a little bit sharper rather than trying to spray from a really high elevation as you're trying to get a four inch line. Um, you'll get crispy lines if you keep that thing low to the ground and uh, messing with your spray tips will help that. Thank you for listening to Mini Stripes. Thank you for everyone for listening. If you have any ideas, this was an idea submitted to me on uh, the Instagram when I put the call out to, for Mini Stripe Topics. Somebody suggested this a couple weeks ago. So if you have anything you'd like covered on Mini Stripes, DM on Instagram, send me an email, cam at stripedpodcast.com, and uh, keep your stripes hot. I'll talk to you next week.